We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show. It is Ivy Nation Sports Talk. We're up and running with Jesse Styers. I'm Sean Styers. He's got his fresh, brand new Ivy green t-shirt on. <laughs> Ryan made sure to send that to you. That's looking good. Looking good. How was your weekend in uh, Atlanta? Extended weekend in Atlanta. Uh, it was long and fun, and today has been sad and not fun. So... <laughs> First, you get back to work, you know, and then that is the worst of it. And then midway through the day, the Tyler Buckner news drops. And we're not going to make anybody wait for the Tyler Buckner conversation today. Smash that like button, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff you've got. There's your there's your general, you know, instructions. We do appreciate it when you hit the like button. But we'll just uh, jump right in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> salty. Salty wants to know if Jesse can whiteboard Tyler's options. That might be, we might need you to diagram it up, the uh, the options for Tyler Buckner. But uh, he's headed to the transfer portal. He's, a, of course, a junior to be. He made the announcement on social media today. I'll go ahead and read for maybe people who haven't heard or seen his announcement. I'll go ahead and read the announcement. Dear Notre Dame, I love Notre Dame. The people, and especially my teammates, are what make this place so special to me. I have decided to enter the transfer portal in order to explore my options and decide what is best for my future. After discussion with Coach Freeman, remaining at Notre Dame is thankfully an option I'm continuing to consider. I'm truly grateful to everyone for their support through this process. Love, Tyler Buckner. So, Jess, are you even a little bit surprised by this news today? You know, I was actually pretty surprised today, um, and especially considering that the spring game was just a couple of days ago. Uh, I think the thing that surprises me the most um, is just the the overall – it, to me, it seems like he, he's basically conceded that Sam Hartman's going to give – you know, Sam Hartman's going to beat him out for the starting spot, which a lot of us, I think, already knew – um, but I, I was still under the impression that Tyler Buckner would still see, you know, some playing time here and there this year. But I don't think that that was enough, obviously, to convince him um, to stay. And I understand 
um, overall the reasoning for wanting to transfer because you were named the starter last year and then, you know, injury happens and then you come back and you win a bowl game after being out majority of the season. So it's clear and obvious that Tyler thinks of himself as someone who can be a starting quarterback after, you know, being named the starting quarterback last season. Um, but it's unfortunate because I feel like Buckner's game overall really could have improved this season, even if he wasn't going to be the starter. I think there's a lot of things that he could have learned from someone like Sam Hartman and still gotten some opportunities with, uh, you know, certain personnel packages this season. Yeah. And I'm surprised only because he stuck it out this far. The fact that, you know, like, as we discussed a little bit yesterday, Drew Pine left after Marcus Freeman went to him and said, look, we're bringing in a, a, a quarterback from the transfer portal. And, you know, by the way, Tyler Buckner, you know, as Drew Pine knew, was out there practicing, getting ready to potentially come back for the Gator Bowl. None of that sat well with Drew Pine. Tyler Buckner didn't just, you know, up and run at the moment. He stuck it out. He stayed through the spring and he competed for a job. So, I'm not surprised that a guy is transferring, especially a guy going into his junior year. You know, like when, when you know, these guys all have pro aspirations. And at this point in his career, I, I guess it's not a surprise to me that Tyler Buckner would, you know, want to go out and have an opportunity to be a starter someplace else because it's obviously not going to happen this year. It wasn't going to happen for him this year. At Notre Dame, so I'm not surprised that he wanted to go out, have a chance to get on a team where he can be a starter. So, I guess the only surprise, not not even a surprise, I, you know, I, I do at least give him the fact again that he didn't transfer in the moment back in December, December when Marcus Freeman told him all about this stuff. He he stuck it out and. He competed for a job this spring. And that's why, I guess, the fact that he did stick it out this long, the fact that he did compete for a job this spring, it is a little bit surprising to me, you know, that that we're, we are where we are right now because he seemed like he was in it for the long haul at Notre Dame, just the fact that he got this far with it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and that was another surprising aspect in my opinion as well. It's like um, I think everyone kind of knew that Hartman was going to be the guy because you don't bring in a guy as a transfer that only has one year remaining of eligibility and not think that he's going to be the starter. So the fact that he did wait you know, this long was a little bit surprising to me. But, I mean, that's his own choice. Um, and, and you know, once Drew Pine left, I, I'm sure that, that he, he got the imp- – imp- you know, opinion or personation that he had an even stronger chance at uh, winning the the starting spot back. So I I just, it it hurts in in terms of next year. And I think that's a a conversation for later down the show. Well, D-Rock Irish says he asked this earlier in the afternoon show. Tyler's saying that he has the option to come back to Notre Dame if things don't work out for him. Doesn't this set a precedence for other Notre Dame players to do the same thing? I mean, technically... I think anyone could do that. And I mean, just think back a couple of years, Houston Griffith did the exact same thing. Now, he didn't necessarily leave the door open for himself. I I don't think that that was his stated intention going in, but that's ultimately what happened. He entered his name in the transfer portal. Marcus Freeman was hired as the the defensive coordinator, and then Marcus Freeman had a hand in keeping Houston Griffith on at Notre Dame, and he, and he, he stayed. Um, you know, does it set a precedent? It could, it's, you know, it's kind of like a one foot in one foot out, but at the same time, even if a player has that intention, the coaching staff could just tell whoever, you know, whether it's Tyler Buckner or anyone else, you know, if they say, well, you know, I would like to leave my options open to come back coach and the coach coaching staff could just say well no we don't you know if you're going to enter the transfer either you're here or you're not I'm saying they could I'm not saying they would so yeah it could set a precedent but technically like Houston Griffith already set that precedent a couple of years ago with with what he ended up doing yeah and I I don't think that this is some sort of precedence I mean just look at, especially right now, and this this isn't a, a Notre Dame centralized issue. There's there's guys leaving big Power Five schools, you know, this spring. The portal just opened up. The spring game just ended. You have a very good idea where you stand after the spring season, and with the portal still being open, guys are just making moves before it's too late. Like I saw a Michigan wide receiver into the portal um, the other day. It's just. You're going to see a lot of it. I guess I just didn't expect I, – I honestly didn't expect Buckner to leave, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Josh just uh, – a comment from Josh. He said, I wouldn't let him back, period. He's scared to compete for the job. First or second string, don't need that in the locker room. Looking to become elite competition breeds excellence. I'll disagree with you there, Josh, just because, as I said, he has already competed for the job. Like he competed for the job this spring. And even though Marcus Freeman ended, you know, came out of the blue gold game saying the, the quarterback competition is is still open. Look, I mean, we can just fully say it right now. That was the intent, you know, that was 
that was what was best for the team and for Marcus Freeman, you know, and, and the program to say that the quarterback competition was still open because it, it's, you know, it, when we covered this a little bit yesterday, it's, it, it was best for the program because one, it keeps Tyler Buckner here if he buys into that. But Tyler Buckner, obviously, even though a, a starting quarterback had not been named, guys know where they stand. You know, like Tyler Buckner, obviously, he had a whole 15 practices, not just the Blue Gold game. He had a whole 15 practices to see where he stood with Sam Hartman, and he knew that he had to be better than Sam Hartman, demonstratively better, I would say, if he was going to be the starting quarterback. And obviously, you know, Marcus Freeman not naming a, a, a starting quarterback one way or the other at the end of spring meant that it wasn't going to, that meant that at least for now, it wasn't going to be Tyler Buckner. So if Tyler Buckner didn't have the assurance that he was going to go into fall camp as the starting quarterback, then he obviously has made a decision for the betterment of his future. But again, I would just push back on the fact that I would not say he's scared to compete for the job because he competed for it this spring. And obviously he, he didn't win the job, but he did compete for it at least. Yeah. And I, I do think that there is something to be said for the fact that he did go out and compete. He just didn't pack up his stuff um, and leave, even though it, it was pretty clear, you know, what direction that the program was headed towards. Yeah. And some people, you know, like Jeff says, never thought, Tyler Buckner was handled right at Notre Dame. Understand the chance to bring in a quarterback like Hartman. Still think the mistake was bringing in Cone. Should have rolled with Tyler Buckner. Them would have been. See, I don't know about that because because Buckner was a true freshman at that point who hadn't played a season of football in two years. I just I don't think you roll in to a. You know, look look at the way the season ended up. They were one loss to Cincinnati away from being in the college football playoff. I don't think you're even that close to being in the playoff if you if you roll in there with a, a a freshman quarterback as talented as he is who hadn't played football in two years. Remember, his senior season of football was canceled by the pandemic. So I just I that's not the way I would have rolled in the way that, you know, again, the way that it ended up, Notre Dame was right there knocking at the door of the college football playoff. I mean, you can argue, well, you really can't like he was the starting quarterback last year. He got injured and had to miss 10 games, but he was the starting quarterback last year. It only took him until his sophomore season to become the starter. So it, it wasn't like he was never given a chance. He was never given a chance, that kind of thing. They just saw where they needed to be better, and they they felt like having a season with a guy like Sam Hartman could one put them in college football playoff contention again, and two, give Buckner a chance to improve, get better, learn from a guy, all those different things. So, but again, like the patience level, <laughs> the patience level is not very high, I don't think, Jess, for a lot of guys. And, you know, again, you're going into your junior year now, and, you know, guys coming out of high school, it's you're draft eligible by the end of year three, and you're going into year three now at this point. So the guy wanted a chance to start. I mean, yeah, it logistically makes sense for Notre Dame. And, you know, a lot of people are kind of bringing up the fact that this is the third top 100 recruit uh, to leave Notre Dame and how that's, you know, becoming some sort of issue. And I don't necessarily agree with that either, because like, does it hurt to lose top 100 recruits? 
Sure. But Prince Kali, um, it, it, it was just obvious that the reads weren't working out for him. He wasn't fitting in, you know, into this defense. And with the plethora of young linebackers and kind of the um, the, the guys at the top with the, the older guys, Bertrand and Kaiser with the experience right now, Kali's loss isn't a big one, in my opinion. And same with Lorenzo Styles. He was obviously struggling at wide receiver. There is a lot of talent in the freshman and sophomore class at wide receiver right now. And you don't Lorenzo Styles wasn't experimenting at cornerback for no reason. It was obvious that they were kind of moving on from him as a wide receiver. So to me, the Buckner of the three hurts the most because it creates um, a lack of depth at quarterback. And now you yep. are relying on you, you are all in double down on Sam Hartman right now. If we're talking, you know, blackjack terms like you are a hundred percent, you know, got to go with them because I mean, quite frankly, the thought of someone like Steven jelly or, you know, Menchie leading, if something were to happen to Hartman, that is where I would start to have, you know, some sort of concerns, but you can't, you can't get mad at Buckner for staying and, and ultimately being a serviceable backup or a good backup because he's proven that he can be a starter. And I think that it's, he has every right to go out and be a starter just like pine did, uh, you know, elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, where they are right now with Angeli being number two. And I realize a lot of people like Angeli and, you know, and there've been good things about Angeli. He is just completely inexperienced. So where they are right now is you even less experience than Drew Pine as your potential number two quarterback heading into the season where they stand with Steve Angeli. It's going to be a huge summer and a huge fall camp for both Angeli and Minchie because now you do have a legitimate competition for who's going to be that number two guy. Like their reps become very, very important when you get into fall camp. And they're they're going to get many more reps now in fall camp. A few other comments. EK Irish must say, I'm happy to see him go. I thought he was overrated. And I'm sure that there are There's some a small sample size that to say that he's overrated, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, T. Roy Jenkins, not a huge Tyler Buckner fan, but if he does leave, Notre Dame will only have inexperienced backup quarterbacks. But what we were just talking about, that's not good if Hartman goes down. And that is, that's a concern now. Like, how concerned are you about that, Jess? Yeah, I mean, of of Tyler Buckner's departure, that's the number number one concern that gets brought up. And so now it's to the point of, do you go back into the portal and maybe try to find a transfer quarterback? But I don't know how appealing that will be because who wants to transfer in just to be the right. backup? <laughs> I mean, are you literally going to take like a an Ivy League quarterback to be your number two? You know, just in case Sam Hartman cut. You know, it's like that's exactly you're you're in. You would be going into a situation if you're going to come in via the portal, almost just to say that you played at Notre Dame for a year. You know, because you're you're just you're going to be number two. You're coming in knowing you're going to be number two behind Sam Hartman. I, I I don't think that there is a sell job in the world where you could convince someone, hey, this is going to be a legitimate competition between you and Sam Hartman if you go to the portal. You know, it'd be nice to be able to find that guy, but I just don't see it. Salty said Buckner's best move would have been to stay. Clearly could use a season tutoring under Hartman, who's been injured before he could play quite a bit this season in spot duty anyway. And, and I'm developmentally, I think it would have, but... The other side of that is now because you're in the portal and you know he's going to get a ton of interest. One, because he was at Notre Dame. Two, based on you know system, all those 
different things. We know that he's visiting Alabama, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But, I mean, if he gets a chance to go and play someplace else right away, then his best move wouldn't have been to stay. Like, that that would have been the best move for Notre Dame. I, I don't it's, – it's probably not the best move for Tyler Buckner. Again, especially with an eye toward the ultimate goal of probably being an NFL quarterback someday. Whether or not you think that's realistic – that's what the players think. The players are always going to think they have that chance, and they're only going to get that chance if they get a chance to get out on the field and show what they can do. Yeah, and I, I just, you know, talking about the, the quarterback situation now, nothing against Steven Jelly, but I think you got to be full on board of Minchie being your backup. And I think that, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity for someone like himself. And if people are really super worried about the future – well, Hartman was going to be the guy no matter what this year. And I think you go all board, all aboard on making Minshew kind of the guy who gets most of the attention outside of Hartman, you know, in preparation, I think, for upcoming years. Let me ask you this, because, OK, so now you've lost both quarterbacks who played for you last year. Like the biggest thing you were going to get out of last season was a season of experience for an inexperienced quarterback. Buckner lost out on that last year. It's a big part of why they ultimately went to Hartman, I think, because he didn't get that experience. You didn't get a full body of work to see what he could do. You lost Pine as well. So is this worth it? Buckner leaving and bringing in Hartman, is it worth it if Hartman leads him to the college football playoff this year? Do you take that trade-off for the guy who – most likely would have been your starting quarterback for at least the next year, if not the le- next two years after that. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, Wicked Broncos Super Chat kind of also uh, alludes to that. And it, to me, it's it's 100% worth it. Getting back to the college football playoff is the trade-off, and especially for someone like Marcus Freeman, you know, who hasn't done it yet. It, it's, uh, it, is, it is, you know, it is, last year was a little bit of a letdown, but still, you know, Marcus Freeman's first year. This year, he made a commitment to, you know, what are we going to do to get back to the level that this program needs to be at? And that's why Sam Hartman was brought in. So I think it is a huge letdown if they don't get there. And I think it kind of burns, you know, some of these quarterbacks. But if you do get there, then I do find it to be um, ultimately worth it at the end of the day. And I think a side note is, and this has to be, you know, something that sucks for Tyler Buckner is if he doesn't get hurt last year, like this whole landscape, looks completely different because yeah i mean drew pine never would have played they never would have went to the portal i don't think and we'd be talking about tyler buckner going into year two and what his improvements and outlook would be like so right. and be- i just think that that is just shows just how quickly the college you know football landscape can change ultimately yep sliding doors exactly and and, and yeah that's exactly it if he if he's healthy all year what does the offense look like with him? What does he look like? You know, we're we're talking, we're talking about can Tyler Buckner really get Notre Dame into the playoff? And we are in a completely different situation now as a result of that. I mean, you know, again, you've got two guys who started at quarterback, who started every game at quarterback last year, who are both now most likely going to be playing for different teams next season. And Thanks for the super chat, Wicked Broncos Productions. It does basically say, you know, what he said was, I don't understand why people are so upset. If Hartman wins you a New York Six or a Natty, then it was 
the right move. Dumb move by Tyler because he would have been the guy in 24 car and Minchie uh, in car and Minchie. <laughs> I trust again. I don't think it's a dumb move for Tyler Buckner if he goes out and he finds himself a starting job next year. And I mean, the the only way that he's coming back to Notre Dame, I think, is if he goes out there, he's basically on the free market now and able to talk to all these different teams. The only way he's coming back is if he's not, I don't want to say promised a starting job, but it, it doesn't look, you know, pretty good that he's going to have a starting job. And, you know, to to the question that, that Wicked Bronco Productions had there in a super chat and that I was talking about as well, your goal is to win a national championship. So if you bring in Sam Hartman and, you know, this is kind of collateral damage. Like if it, it stinks because the drop-off now, again, especially in experience and, and, and overall level of play is going to be markedly different going from Hartman down to Angeli and or Minchie, neither of whom has taken one college snap. It is, I guess Angeli took a, you know, a handful of, you know, handoffs or whatever last year, but he hasn't thrown a pass in his career. But if your goal is to win a national championship and Sam Hartman gets you to the playoff this year, then I think that it is absolutely worth the sacrifice that you have to make potentially for the next year or two, because you have ultra talented quarterbacks, starting with Minchie and, and with CJ Carr coming in next year, you have a high level of quarterback recruit that's going to be coming in. So I would take that trade off. But to me, like even the new year six, isn't worth it. You know, they were just in a new year six bowl a couple of years ago with Jack Cohn as the quarterback. For me, it's college football playoff or bust. And it's almost even win a semifinal or bust, you know, I, at least getting to the playoff though, I would take that trade off for bringing in Hartman. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would agree with that. And I, I just think that based off of what we saw on Saturday and what we knew of Sam Hartman prior, they made the right decision for giving themselves the best opportunity of getting back to the college football playoff. Yeah. Alex is asking, do you think fan scrutiny had anything to do with the decision? He got some pretty harsh criticism for a spring game. I don't think that it had anything to do with the spring game. And it sounds like, you know, relatively soon after the spring game, criticism or not, like he sounded like he kind of had his mindset going in, you know, again, based on the fact that Marcus Freeman had not named a starting quarterback one way or the other. And you know, so, I, so I don't think you know, the ultimate, you know, whatever blowback or reaction or any of that kind of stuff had anything to do with it. I, I just think that he wants to be the starting quarterback and it wasn't going to happen for him this year. Now, what do you think about this whole Alabama thing? Because that obviously adds some intrigue to this mix as, as uh, Brian Driscoll, you know, had on our boards. And I, I'm not sure exactly what he talked about in his, obviously he talked about a lot of things in his show earlier today, but specific you know, to the Buckner situation. I'm not sure exactly what that looked and sounded like, but he's going to Alabama. He's going to visit Alabama. And obviously Tommy Reese is down at Alabama. And one thing that stands out about the Alabama situation, other than Tommy Reese is, you know, for as good as Alabama has been and for potentially, you know, a, a program that's going to have the number one overall pick and, you know, they had a first-round pick in Mac Jones a couple of years ago. They had Tua Valoa before that. You know, for all these quarterbacks, you know, Jalen Hurts, obviously, before that, even though he finished at Oklahoma. For all these quarterbacks they've had, um, 
their quarterback, <laughs> their quarterback situation coming out of the spring sounded horrible. The two quarterbacks um, did not, they threw a combined three interceptions and combined, they didn't even complete 50% of their passes in Alabama's spring game. So like, that sounds like a legitimate landing spot for Tyler Buckner. Like if you take Tommy Reese out of the equation and even take the program name out of the equation, if you look at the fact that they're two guys battling for the starting job, completed less than 50% of their passes and combined for three interceptions in their spring game, sounds like a pretty good opportunity for a guy who, you know, who's, who's leaving a high for a high profile program himself looking for a starting job. Yeah. And to me, when you start looking at the Alabama situation, um, it, it was like you were just getting into, it was obvious that their quarterback struggled in the spring game. Um, I think that's a little bit misleading in the fact that, you know, Alabama's defense is going to be Alabama's defense and it's, you know, an experienced defense going against some of these younger quarterbacks who haven't really played before. So I take that in consideration. But to me, it's obvious that Saban and Reese had a long conversation, you know, after the spring game of what they're going to do at quarterback. And if Saban gave him the green light to, you know, go after kind of who he wants, then Tyler Buckner uh, would make sense because of that's, you know, who Tommy Reese wanted to go with last year. It's Tyler Buckner has um, familiarity and comfort within Tommy Reese's offense. He knows how it's run, you know, what, what the expectations are. Those sort of things, but I will say that if if Alabama goes with Tyler Buckner, I think that is a lot of hot water for someone like Tommy Reese because you are again doubling down on yourself mm-hmm. as a first year coach at Alabama, and then you're bringing in the quarterback that you want and someone like Tyler Buckner. And you know, say what you want about Tyler Buckner, but he didn't go to Alabama the first time for a reason, right? Like I don't even know if Alabama recruited him the first time. So now that we're on you know, onto the fact that he could potentially be going there um, and it's Tommy Reese's first season. I think that it is, it it just raises the stakes a lot more for someone like Tommy Reese, honestly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I, I completely agree. I think there's much more on Tommy Reese, you know, putting, vouching for a guy, whether it's Tyler Buckner or anybody else, to bring him down there in the situation that he's in because... You know, like you know, with the success that Alabama has had, if things blow sideways, I mean, it could be one and done for the guy in terms of his job down there. And I'm not talking about Buckler, Buckner. I'm talking about Tommy Reese. I mean, it could, you know, if that blows up on him, he could be gone in just one season. And Nick Saban moves on to the next guy, you know, because it's it's a lot different down there. We know it's a lot different in Alabama, so it's. It's really curious to me. Stanford's another place that Brian mentioned, not necessarily that there's any, you know, true connection there. I wouldn't be surprised if if a place like Stanford went out and, you know, reached out 
via the portal. They need a quarterback. They've got a new head coach. Buckner is from California, so he would obviously be closer to home and all that. A place like that would make sense. TCU is another place that uh, has has come up as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see where this goes. I'm I'm not you know like this whole leaving the door open to come back. I'm not putting a lot of stock in that. I'm not holding out a lot of hope that that's going to happen, that, that Tyler Buckner comes back to Notre Dame. Like if you were, if you're rating that on a scale of one to 10, I, I think that I would put that maybe at a two and that might be, you know, even optimistic at a two. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right around that kind of one to two area. I just, I think that's just something that's, like Tyler Buckner's just going to go out and test the waters. And if he almost gets kind of the same, you know, I guess report card back from a lot of these schools, he would just essentially come right back on because I think Notre Dame is where he wanted to go and where he prefers to go. But at the same time, he wants to start. And so if he's not going to be starting elsewhere, then sure, I do think he'll come back to Notre Dame. But I do think that there's an opportunity for him to start, you know, somewhere else out there. So like Notre Dame is just like that extra security blanket, it, you know, at the end of the day of, if nothing goes right or he can't get any interest, which I don't foresee happening, then he's just going to come right back. Yeah. Thanks for another super chat from Wicked Bronco Productions. He says, I just don't understand why people are hating Freeman for Collie. And now Tyler Buckner leaving, he's getting his guys in. Maybe they weren't good enough being four and five star doesn't mean anything once you're on the field. And I mean, if you look at these situations individually in all three cases, you're talking about guys who were, you know, in in Buckner's case, number two at best, in Collie's case, and in Lorenzo Styles' case, and I realize you didn't mention Lorenzo Styles, but you've got three transfers in the last week. Like they were all they were all guys who, you know, were having trouble ascending the depth chart. You know, Buckner was obviously at the top of the depth chart last year, but he's not right now and you know so that's regardless of of star ratings and and all that stuff you know you still got to prove it out there on the field and as we've mentioned a lot of different times on this show with the state of recruiting what it is right now for Notre Dame there is so much more overall ability on the field right now at uh, you know a lot of different groups like you know we've, we've mentioned multiple times one through four the quarterbacks before this happened Best one through four we've seen in a long time at Notre Dame. Receivers, running backs, cornerbacks, you know, all of those position groups are getting so much better from a skill level, you know, talent, you know, and linebackers as well. There's all this good young linebacker talent. You know, I realize there's some frustration because of the, the you know, the specific situation with who is in front of Kali and all that different stuff. But the bottom line is, if, if he was the best guy for the job, he would have been out there last year, and he would have been higher on the depth chart this year if he was the best guy for the job. So you still you still got to win the job. So I'm not – like, this specific to Buckner is a bit more concerning because it's the quarterback position right. and because he had experience. But the other two I'm not as concerned about. Yeah, there's just so much talent, young talent behind Kali and Styles, And like you said, they're not climbing up the depth chart as is. And so you're just – if there's no no sight in front of you and you can feel, you know, the, the things picking up behind you, more younger talent coming in, that's just not a good sign for, for people, you know, like Prince Kali and Lorenzo Styles. And 
I just don't overall find it to be something of a concern because it's obvious that Marcus Freeman is, I guess, maybe quote unquote, setting the bar with a new type of, you know, overall talent, recruit player, whatever you want to call it uh, on the field within the depth chart. Like we're starting to see a full influx of a Marcus Freeman recruited team. And if guys aren't comfortable with that, or if they feel uncomfortable with, you know, their playing status and getting their opportunities, that just to me shows that there's a lot of talent behind a lot of these guys that are up and coming. And I think that's something that we should be, you know, excited about in the future is a fully recruited kind of Marcus Freeman team and getting a roster full of Marcus Freeman type of players, because it's, you know, he said in the past, what kind of player he's looking for and the gold standard and stuff. And he said, even before, if that doesn't fit you, or if that's, you know, you don't feel like you fit in and within that kind of standard or you're at Notre Dame, then maybe it's, you know, your best interest to, to go elsewhere. So to me, I I'm, I'm looking at it more of a bright side. I, to me, you're kind of, yes, does it suck that these guys are overall talented? Sure. But you're kind of cutting dead weight at, at the end of the day, in my opinion. Yeah. And you know, like, like I've already seen some people make the comment, well, it gets us, you know, down, you know, below 85 or at 85. I'm not sure what the exact number is right now, but you know, like that's been an issue as well. That, that, that crunch to get to 85 with, with some guys leaving and stuff like that. It's, you know, just a fact that you had to get there and you still want to potentially bring in a portal safety as well. So, you know, like Notre Dame isn't necessarily done. So there's still, thank you, Mark. Mark's yep. A couple and Andre 83 is where they are. <laughs> I knew they were around that number, but like, it's been you know, obviously with, you know, cause you, you had Caleb Johnson leaving last week as well. You know, he wasn't rated as high and he's an offensive lineman, very deeper on the depth chart, but that's basically is four guys in the last week who have gone to the portal, including Johnson. So yeah, two, as of right now, two spots left. And, you know, again, like you probably want to go out and add at least a safety if if not something else. And you've got you've got some more flexibility now. It you know, again, it's it stinks for this upcoming season because of where where you go to from like the most experienced quarterback maybe in college football history <laughs> with Sam Hartman by the time his career is over with 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 six years to zero experience behind him if something happens and you know history typically shows that you're going to need more than one quarterback Jess I think we've uh, made our way through it tonight good stuff it uh, it was a long one, and with the the Buckner news dropping today, that it is always a good thing to have a hot topic to talk about. Yes, it is. Well, we appreciate you being with us tonight. Hit the like button on your way out, and of course, subscribe, rate, and review. Appreciate all the feedback and input tonight. We will be back manana for another edition of Ivy Nation Sports Talk. Jess, I will talk to you later, and we'll talk to everybody else later as well. Ivy Nation Sports Talk.